I'm Michael Howie, and this is Defender Radio, the podcast for wildlife advocates and animal lovers, brought to you by the Fur Bears. Well, folks, it's one of those days. I had a great interview recorded from late last week with Lisa Dahlside, one of the advocates and biologists working to help Russell, the orphaned and injured bear cub near Calgary that you've heard about. We talked about his story, the fact that he's likely hibernating, and the need for animal lovers everywhere to speak out on his and other animals' behalves, as the government refused to allow qualified experts to assist him. Since we recorded, the province has come out saying they're developing protocols so wildlife rehabilitators with adequate facilities can help orphan bear cubs like Russell, and that they'll also be looking into developing protocols for other animals that rehabbers are currently prohibited from assisting. This is a big victory, and it's clear that public pressure, as well as a slew of scientific evidence, has swayed the decision-makers' minds. But we still don't know what the protocols for black bear cubs or the other animals will be, so we're calling ourselves cautiously optimistic about this one. As a result, I don't actually have an interview for you this week. I wanted to take a minute, though, to talk to you about traps and pets. Leg hole traps, conibear or body gripping traps, and snares are baited and set across Canada. A lot of people really don't think these are legal, but every province and territory allows their use. And in every jurisdiction, there is a very real danger to pets, one that pet owners are often in the dark about. Just in January, at the Fur Bears, we were notified of three dogs caught in two separate incidents by snares in Prince Edward Island. A dog in a protected area was caught in what was described as a body-gripping trap near Prince George, British Columbia. A Maple Ridge dog nearly died in a trap set for raccoons. And a family pet was found dead in a snare in Manitoba. These are only incidents that are posted through traditional media services. Many others likely occurred in the same period but weren't reported in a way that we can track. Many of these traps were baited meant to draw in animals like raccoons, coyotes, or other scavengers and carnivores. But those baits will also be tantalizing to domestic dogs and cats, and a trap can't differentiate between target and non-target species. Every time I read one of these stories, my heart breaks. As you know as a listener to this show, I love dogs. I love cats. I share my home with a family that's mostly made up of four-legged canines. It terrifies me every time I go on a hike with one of my dogs, knowing that even on a four-foot lead, they can still pull off a trail and walk into a trap, and I have no way of knowing that there are traps in the area. While we at the Fur Bears want an end, while we at the Fur Bears want to see trapping end, we can save lives today by instituting common sense upgrades to trapping policies in Canada's provinces and territories to protect family pets and even children. It's important that we target provinces and territories because that's the level where wildlife and trapping issues are managed. A major first step would be to get signage for area residents or visitors that indicate dangerous traps are set and baited in the area. Were this the case in many incidents, we are sure it would affect decisions and actions, and needless suffering could have been prevented. Please take a moment and visit us at thefurbears.com open up the blog Action Alert Warning Signs Would Protect Dogs From Dangerous Traps and contact your provincial representative with our simple form to help us protect dogs, cats, other domestic animals, and children from the dangers of traps. Again, go to thefurbears.com, click on Blogs, and look for Action Alert Warning Signs Would Protect Dogs From Dangerous Traps. 
I know you're an animal lover, and I know you want to do everything you can to help animals. This is a major first step, and we need your support. So please do take a moment to head over, contact your representative with our one-click letter, and help us make change for the animals today. I'm going to be back for you with a full episode next week, and if I can, I'll have an update for you later this week as a separate episode as well. But thank you for tuning in, despite the kind of day I've had. And remember to follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Defender Radio and Instagram at Howie Michael to stay up to date on what I'm up to, upcoming interviews, and pictures of my cute dogs. Until next time, this is Michael Howie for Defender Radio reminding you to stay informed and stay strong.